0: And I think that's really important that life is like that, that sometimes you see the headline and the headline isn't the reason why. So find out why.
1: Welcome to the From Quarantine podcast, a daily dose of dry humor from two Americans living in the heart of Europe, hosted by January Newbanks and Tassie Gibson. Hello, everyone. Just a quick note before we begin. This episode is about pep talks, and we had so much to say on the subject. Surprise, surprise. We decided to divide the episode into two parts so you can listen in on our conversation in its entirety instead of editing it down to fit time constraints. This episode is the first part of the conversation and we'll be posting the second half tomorrow. We hope you enjoy. Good morning, Tassie. Good morning. Usually we're saying good evening. <laughs> I know. Today we're recording on the same day because we've just been we've been riding the wave of technical difficulties, trying to be flexible, trying to be in the moment, use our like right. Zen, inner Zen to just go with the flow, right?
0: Exactly. And my brain is trying to ooze out of my eye have a uh, headache so thank you for letting me go to bed early last night I appreciate it you're
1: welcome I gotta take care of my tassie you know what I'm saying
0: (laughs) (laughs) so what's going on with you what's your bullet points for the morning
1: um well I only have one really Uh, my whole family like Lucy Andy and I (laughs) jumped on the Marco Polo bandwagon yesterday I know and you
0: guys got me in on it.
1: <laughs> we got you in on it too, but it's so fun. I like it. It's so it much is. better than like texting because you don't have to type every last thing out and you know, you can just kind of you, you don't have to respond to it immediately. So for anybody who doesn't know what it is, um, it is a video chat platform. But it's um, pre-recorded, so you record yourself. You can ask a question. You're just, you're just talking to the camera. You're not interacting with anybody, and then that person can watch your video that you the person that you send it to can watch your video anytime they want. So it doesn't have to be right away like video chat is, which is kind of nice, um, especially for us where we have family on the other side of the globe, you know. So. Um, that time difference like this morning it was really funny my dad and my sister we my sister's been on Marco Polo for a long time that won't surprise you um <laughs> she's like always,
0: always front runner
1: she's always up on the new technology um and what's cool my sister's way cooler than me um <laughs> but she uh she was already on it and so we made like a family group you can make groups which is really oh, nice cool So, she and my dad and I are on a family group, and I woke up this morning to 18 polos. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) And it was so fun to watch them go back and forth, and then, like, when they wake up, they'll wake up to a couple polos from me. So, so yeah, so we've jumped on this. Lucy's been using it to talk to family members. I think it's great because sometimes it's really hard for kids to stay focused on a video chat. Yeah. Um, yeah, they want to play or show their toys or do something like that and on like a little clip that's totally fine when you're interacting in real life it feels awkward so <laughs> for the adults I don't know what it feels like for the kids maybe they enjoy it but um, but yeah so we've been obsessed with Marco Polo and if anybody wants to be friends with me out there on Marco Polo and talk to me I will talk to you because I am bored <laughs> And slightly extroverted. So this is tough for me. (laughs) Not that talking to you every day doesn't help solve that, Tassie.
0: Well, I get it, though. (laughs) I get it. I get it. Oh, Yeah, it is fun. I'm glad that you guys clued me into it. I'm enjoying it. Same goes for me. If you guys want to send me videos, go for it. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. Lucy really loves sending you videos and your video of Tonda protecting your a flat is so adorable <laughs> she's watched that polo like three or four times she loves it
0: oh so sweet <laughs> nice. well what my bullet
1: point yeah
0: my bullet point is um the headache is not from the beer but the beer did arrive <laughs>
1: <laughs> thank god oh, no. you're doing your part to save the beer
0: Yes So um, Actually my neighbor uh, She ordered it And when she dropped it off to me There were two bottles And I was like I only ordered one They're a liter Pet bottle and I said, I only ordered one. And she's like, yeah, when I called them, like they've been so grateful. The brewery was so grateful that people are really reacting that they didn't charge us a delivery fee because there were several people in this area that ordered. So since it was a big order, they didn't charge anyone the delivery fee and they gave us an extra bottle of beer for free. So she passed That's it on. So to nice. I know
1: you're set for beer, uh- huh?
0: I am, so I'm hoping that uh, this evening I will call up a friend, and we will toast a beer together, and uh, I'll have my little microbrewery moment, Very but nice. the situation is getting critical. As more, oh, yeah. more microbreweries find out about this, we're finding out there's more beer that needs to be saved, so I think yesterday we said there were <laughs> around one million half-liter beers, and now there are... Almost three million half liter beers. So people in the Czech Republic, get on there. Find your beer.
1: Yes. Yeah. Andy is, uh, Andy and I were talking yesterday about ordering from Vina Rodska Pivovar. Oh, yeah. Because uh, they're really close to us and their beer is delicious. If you're ever in Prague, you should mm. check it out. You know, Haradi has a lot of really good They do. craft beer. Very yeah. good. So so that's So we're doing uh, our
0: part. We're saving the country one beer at a time. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's actually so good though. I mean, it really is like stimulating the economy in a way that, like, because people can't go out to pubs, I mean, like, guys, if you don't know anything about the Czech Republic, pub life here is mission critical to the economy. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. They're, people they... drink so much beer here. Tasi, what's the stat? Um, the Czech
0: Republic drinks the most beer per person. Um, I think we're neck and neck with Bavaria in Germany. Um, and it's, oh my gosh, I don't remember exactly. I want to say it's 11, 11. No, I don't remember. I have to look it up. I'll tell you on tomorrow's yeah.
1: podcast or yeah. the next but, podcast. But you know, if we drink more beer. Pretty much in this country. Per capita,
0: including like men, man, woman, and child. Like it's yes. the
1: most beer per head. Yeah. Um, Definitely. And they, and kids. And it's cheaper this, than water. Part, yeah, it is cheaper than water. It, kids, um, it always surprises me that kids really love like the non-alcoholic beer, like the Burels.
0: Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. And non-alcoholic beer is huge here because people have a beer with lunch um so
1: you can't Yeah, you see like pops on the street having their lunch beer and I was I that was really taken aback by that when I first got here Mm -hmm. now I'm just like whatever because there's like beer at the farmer's market at like 9 (laughs) a.m people are like (laughs) lining up to get their beer
0: it's true
1: (laughs) I just blanked no (laughs) it's perfect because really that is the perfect response we don't know. <laughs> Nobody seems to know what's going on. There's some discrepancy yes. for expectations because the prime minister, when he first like declared a state of emergency, he declared a state of emergency and you know instituted the the quarantine and the lockdowns and all that kind of stuff to the extent of his power that he right. could do it unilaterally. So, that's the reason
0: why we have the 30-day podcast, because originally it was a 30-day state of emergency. Yeah. Um and this lockdown, 10-day lockdown that's now extended to 20-day lockdown, um, is within that 30-day emergency.
1: Yes. Um so so now that we're kind of coming to the end, like or we're looking toward, like forward to the end of what was declared initially by Babish unilaterally. Um, Now we have parliament weighing in um, and making decisions along with Babish, obviously, and uh, scientists, epidemiologists. um, And so we're, we just have no idea what they're going to decide. Like every day somebody comes out and says something like (laughs) the kids are not, are going back to school in May. The kids will not go back to school until September, uh, we'll be sending people back to the workforce at the end or at the m- middle of April. Well, we're Mid not April. Gonna, yeah. So everybody has something different to say. It's very confusing right now.
0: Yes, that, that's the summary. It's very confusing right now. Um, yeah. so we Which, will see what will be, and you had a great quote from the BBC
1: journalist, Yes. Um, so I'm a member of this neighborhood Facebook group and it's moderated by Rob Cameron, who's a British journalist for the BBC, but he lives here in Prague. Um, and he, it's, it's grown to like, I think almost a thousand members. Now we might've, we might be over a thousand members yeah. and it's mostly for my side of the river. So, and the center. So it's mostly for Vinarati, uh, Zhishkov and, uh, Varsovica. Um, but there are people who are on it obviously from different places and uh, but one of the reasons why is because he does such a good job summarizing the news um, for expats and I think that is something that I never really thought about till this crisis because as a somebody who doesn't speak Czech fluently With check bulletins and check PSAs and all that kind of stuff, how how we're getting our, how everybody's getting information in this country. Um, There's not a lot of time for translation. There's not a lot of time for the government to really take that on. And so it's a real gift to have people who are bilingual uh, keep everybody updated. And that's what this Facebook group is about. Um, But there's some rumblings. I know you've heard a little bit, too. So a little bit yeah. of disconnect.
0: Yeah, I people are starting to, to feel, uh, <laughs> feel the pinch of being inside and the crunch. Uh, as we've mentioned on here before, um, Andre Bobish is not everyone's favorite <laughs> prime minister. <laughs> um, Definitely not there were protests about him before um, which has to do with mismanagement of money and um, he is basically an oligarch he owns a lot of things and has a lot of money he controls vast swathes of the media Um, Mm -hmm. we won't go into it too much in here if you want to know you can google him Um, but because of that Um, already underpinning discontent that, yes, as I'm talking to friends um, here and there, they support the measures of the Czech government as far as no one's grumbling about keeping us safe. Like, they're fine with that. The grumblings come from He um, in some of the emergency, it's the same if you're in the States, you you guys are feeling this as well. In the emergency um, measures, there have been like addendums or add-ons that will basically benefit um, his party or his business interests uh, that have popped up here and there. Uh, also that it keeps going on and people are starting to get uncomfortable with like, okay, well, yeah, we can do this for safety, but is there some other kind of ulterior motive to it and blah, blah, blah.
1: Yeah. Uh, you know, the questions about the economy are valid. I mean, like, yeah, uh, we do need to figure out a way, but, but I think people are being really resourceful. I mean, this whole save the beer thing um And there's, I mean, it just seems like every day somebody's coming up with a way, like, even Lucy's, like, dance studio is going to start doing dance lessons via Zoom. Oh, cool. Yeah. So, I think, yeah. So, there's there's some rumblings, but uh, I think that Rob's take on it this morning when he addressed it was really funny and kind of sets people at ease. Like, you know, it's it's... It's not all that like there's conspiracy theories going around forever. And Tassie <laughs> you and I should do an episode on conspiracy theories because I think oh, it would God, be so funny. Should. That would be. Um, but some of them won't be that funny because they kind yeah, of ring true. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but uh, I think it would be really fun to do kind of like of a, a conspiracy theory podcast because I love that stuff. I eat it right up. <laughs> um Andy has a friend who used to like have conversations and he'd be like okay everybody take your batteries out of your phone this shows how long ago this has been but (laughs) everybody take your batteries out of your phone before we have this conversation and I was like yes (laughs) (laughs) I myself am not creative enough to come up with conspiracy theories but I love it when people do Um, so anyway the quote Finally, we'll get to that, (laughs) is don't worry if there are signs the Czech government is starting to abuse the crisis in order to turn the country into North Korea. We'll try and let you know if we're not tied to a radiator in some interior ministry basement. For now, it seems they just want to stop us drowning in our own pulmonary fluid. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, because
0: because um as he mentions and like it's mostly the, the scientists and the doctors who are giving the more, um, doom and gloom forecasts. So it isn't the government that's saying, we're going to lock you in in your houses forever. The government is actually, you know, like, Oh, we know that we need tax money. Um, but, but yeah, it tends to be the, the guys in the white coats that are like, Maybe we should wait a little bit longer. And there's val- validity on both sides. Yeah. That's not our debate. For no, right now. I
1: think scientists and and economists are going to have to work together to figure this out. Yep. Um, so good luck, guys. We are, and girls, <laughs> of course, we yep. are rooting for you. We hope you come up with a good solution. Everybody cross your fingers and hold your thumbs if you're in the Czech Republic uh, that, that's, that we figure something out. Yes. So anyway, today's episode, we thought we would talk about pep talks. And the reason this came to my mind is because I follow a woman on Instagram. Uh, she's kind of a friend of a friend. Um, and she's amazing. She's she, Her whole job, she she makes planners. She wrote a book called Big Dreams, Daily Joys. And I have it and I love it. Um, her name is Elise Blaha Kripe. Now... Pasi, correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't Blaha a Czech name?
0: Yeah, it probably is. It means mud.
1: <laughs> <So>. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I've i seen other people with that last name. Yeah. So that's kind of a cool connection. But yeah. anyway, uh, she did a 100-day project. And I don't know if you guys are familiar with this, but it's actually starting up soon if you're interested. Um, but it's, you basically pick something creative to do for 100 days and you document it on Instagram and I've done it with photography and I thoroughly failed to do it last year. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, my personality doesn't really hold, a long time. Like, every day. And then hundred days is like, whoo, Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, she did. I believe the story was was something like she had had a new baby and she really wanted to do um, a hundred day project, but obviously with a new baby, you can't like really spend hours a day on, on uh, something creative. So she did 100 days of pep talks. And recently she released a printable that had all of the, a free printable, by the way, that had all of the hundred pep talks that she did during that time uh, just to kind of like, booster everyone's spirit and it's it's been really fun to look through so Tassie and I have chosen our a couple of favorites from hers and then uh we have some of the pep talks that we kind of give ourselves so Mm Tassie first of all do you give yourself pep talks is this something you do um I would say
0: yes not in the like (laughs) sitcom version where you're staring in the mirror and you're repeating some mantra over and over again. But um,
1: yeah, definitely.
0: I put little notes on my fridge. I mentioned it um, when we were doing the quotes that I have quotes on index cards that follow me around. Um, So I guess, yeah, in a way, I have pep talks in in that sort of um, capacity. You?
1: Yeah, mine tend to be in the form of quotes as well which if you listen to our quote episode will not surprise you um I really enjoy quotes like just reading what other people have said and you know it comes from word just loving words but um but yeah I don't know I have like a letter board that hangs on my wall above my desk and um right now it says the obstacle is the path and it's it's just a proverb, like, I don't know who to attribute mm-hmm. it to, but, um, and that is sort of my pep talk to myself. Well, it was my pep talk to myself when I was writing every day <laughs> <laughs> and before we were on lockdown and, and I haven't really like changed my pep talk to a, or my letter board to a pep talk for the virus yet, but maybe I will today. Maybe I'll be inspired by this episode. <laughs> 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 so tell me, Kathy, you looked at the principle from Elise. Yes,
0: yeah, I'm going to choose ninety-three. I'm gonna start at the end. Um and I like this one. It says find out why. And I thought it was an appropriate one for our podcast, also because it's always been a big thing for me to know why something is happening. Um I we've mentioned before both of us are kind of logic over emotion type people. Um, so someone can be like, oh my gosh, this thing and blah, blah, blah. blah. And I'm like, but why did it happen? And how did it happen? And even when you and I discuss uh, news articles off air. Um usually we are like, well the headline said this, but then actually I read the article and as you read you realize that this and this and this are in play. So it's not what the headline said. And I think that's really important that life is like that. That sometimes yeah. you see the headline and the headline isn't the reason why. So find out why.
1: Yeah. It's funny that you you picked that one. Um it's one of mine as well. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's funny because, uh, when, when Andy was talking to my dad about, uh, proposing to me, mm-hmm. um, my dad said, well, get used to answering the question. Why? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, he was like, you know, for all of her life, January has been somebody who just constantly asks why. And it's true. And I do it without thinking about it. Like Andy would say like, I love you. And I'd be like, Why? <laughs> So I would ask why so much that when we were first married, Andy instituted a no why Wednesday. <laughs> I wasn't allowed to ask why. I just had to accept whatever he said <laughs> as his truth, go. not inquire why. Um, but yeah, we've 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 since like I've become much more sensitive to it now because Lucy is also a why child, like like majorly yeah. a why child so i'm like is this what it's like to be around me andy <laughs> <laughs> so i think we're we're considering reinstituting no why wednesday but maybe yeah, not when there's a global a pandemic plan. going on that she needs to understand what's <laughs> happening around her <laughs> so my first one i don't know what day it was cuz i didn't uh i just wrote these out in my notes so i didn't like attribute it to a certain oh, that- day but but my first one uh is but first level your head and yeah i i liked that because i am a quick responder uh when something is is happening like i'm quick to react not not in a hot-headed way usually but like um but i'm quick to be like this is what we need to do we need to do it now Or once I've made a decision, like it might take me a while to make a decision about something, um, I'll just be like, we have to start that right now. And it's really hard for me to let there be a time between decision and action. And so I think it's, it's, um, it's really powerful to stop yourself in mid motion sometimes and level your head. Be like, okay, mm-hmm. let the logic flood in uh, where they can replace the panic that mm-hmm. is inside your brain. And then you can make better decisions. And I think that's, you know, a practice of really successful people. Um, I think if success is obviously measured in, in different ways. But I think people who who really are able to put their ideas into action uh, first you have to kind of level your head first. You have to bring in, like, let that reason kind of take over and be the thing that you're acting out of, not, like, the emotion or the... And it sort of kind of goes along with what you were saying, so...
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I think that's very true. Mm-hmm. Uh, so my next one is Sweat It Out. <laughs> yeah. um, and I like this one because I am a huge believer in movement. Um, And I don't think sweat has to be like a sweaty gym um, workout or that you run three miles or anything. Um, But I think that there's something about moving your body to make your brain work. Um, So even if it's just taking a long walk or if it's doing a crazy dance party to Taylor Swift at home or um, any kind of movement, I think, can help a lot. And um, I found in the most difficult times of life that that is the thing that gets me through it. I remember a couple of years ago, I had a really hard time and I called my sister. I'd hurt my leg, which, you know, I'm sensitive about my ankles and blah, blah, blah. And I called her and I was just like, oh, I can't go on. And she's like, when's the last time you took a walk? And I was like, oh, I don't know. Years ago. <laughs> she was like... <laughs> why don't you go take a walk it was winter it was snowing I remember she's like go take a walk until your fingers are numb and your nose is cold and you're feeling uncomfortable in your jacket and then come back and call me and I went out and I walked around for like an hour and I came home and I called her and I was like I feel amazing and she's like yeah "Yeah, you
1: just need to move yourself sometimes it's true there's something like there's like such a big connection. I think a lot of times in the Western world, we kind of separate body from spirit. Mm -hmm. um, in our thinking, like these are two different, they're, they're happening like on two different planes. Um, But you know, the more research we do and the more we understand the brain and how movement affects it, like it's with children, having them move their body while they're learning is so important. And, um, even for like remembering things, like when I listen to an audiobook and I, uh, I walk around the city while I'm doing it, like if I'm shopping or something like that, it's funny because the next time that I come to that spot, I will remember what part of the audio. I have that because I read
0: so often on buses and trams as I'm moving throughout the yeah. city. Yeah um that I have books that when I go back and reread I'm like oh I know that I was on bus 181 going towards leeching and I remember this part so that's
1: yeah that's funny yeah it's like the movement can is like attached to your brain and actually or attached to your brain (laughs) the movement helps your brain like attach some a memory to a place yeah and actually they have um I say they, like the ambiguous they, because I don't know. Um, (laughs) But they've attributed, like they've told people, like in study tips, uh, when people are in university, uh, the advice is to do something while you're studying that you can replicate before the test. Yeah,
0: that's that whole like um, people that do memory trainings where you walk yourself through your... Uh, flat for example and if you want to remember something you put the the thing that you need to remember like the chair represents I don't know a the next chair b this and then you can walk through your apartment and remember each thing
1: yeah 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 it's crazy how that movement really like triggers mere memories triggers emotions um all sorts of things yeah and just and you know andy and i have this conversation a lot just like your sister uh told you like he's a programmer and a lot of times like he kind of gets stuck in his own head because he's trying to solve a problem and it's not working and it's so hard for him to step away in those Mm -hmm. moments because he just wants to attack the problem and keep attack attack attacking and never fails that if he gets up and goes outside, stands in the sunshine for a while, walks the dog, <laughs> whatever it is that, like, he needs to do uh, to be moving and outdoors when he comes back to the problem. Or even if it's just sleeping, you know? When he comes back to the problem, it's he solves it so much faster. Yeah. Uh, but it's true. just, it's convincing yourself that that your body and your brain are connected mm-hmm. and that they need each other to operate well um yeah yeah mm-hmm. so my next one is funny it's build up don't break down and oh, i think I it's about one also yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So we can both talk about this one um <laughs> i like You know, there's that Socrates quote, and I'm going to get this wrong because that's just how it goes, and I'm sorry. But there's that Socrates quote where um, he says, like, the way to change is not to to focus on taking away, but to focus on putting in. So, like... If you are trying to to change something, trying to change a habit, you know, trying to change the way you eat, trying to change the way you exercise, trying to change the way you study or work, um, the trick, according to Socrates, is to put your focus on building the good thing, right, not on tearing down the bad thing. Um, and I think
0: when I read it, it also reminds me of the way that we interact with people, like. I think so often the reaction is to tell someone what they got wrong or what you don't like or how things are, Um, but actually that positive reinforcement can um, get you so much further by saying like here you really have this and this positive you just need to work on this I think from training a dog over the last two years (laughs) I've seen that the positive reinforcement is so powerful so
1: So powerful
0: mm -hmm. yeah
1: it's with children as well I mean I'm not training a child but um, well I guess (laughs) in a way but (laughs) but you see so much more excitement so much more change when uh, and positive change when you employ positive reinforcement. Mm-hmm. and uh, and that kind of like, I really liked that quote in conjunction with celebrate your wins, because I think that is kind of that, yeah, uh, building building up. like that was another one of hers. Um, but I think like if we if we start, allowing ourselves to celebrate even our small wins it puts our focus on that positive instead of breaking down on the negative you know Um, yeah yeah, yeah. i i totally agree i think that you have to give yourself permission to pat
0: yourself on the back sometimes definitely Mm -hmm.
1: thanks for listening to today's episode of from quarantine our greatest wish is that it brought some levity to your day if we made you laugh even a little bit, then we accomplished our goal. We are now live on all major platforms, so you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, as well as your favorite third-party apps. Just search for From Quarantine. You can find us on Instagram by searching From Quarantine as well, and you can also reach us through our website, quarantine.cz. We would love it if you would like and share our episodes with your friends, but if you could also take a moment to give us a rating on Apple Podcasts, that would help us out tremendously. Thanks again, and we'll see you tomorrow. This podcast is brought to you by the coronavirus outbreak. Live together. Dialogue.